Section 53 of Stories and Pictures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Stories and Pictures by I. L. Perrette, translated by Helena Frank. Section 53 The Woman at Mistress Hannah, a Packet of Letters. First Letter two letters which hannah received from her relative in lubland and one from her brother to my friend the excellent lady and esteemed and worthy woman mistress hannah dear hannah you were a whole fool and half a prophet when you wrote me a second letter because the first one fell into the hands of my husband and he put it into his pocket and forgot to give it me such is his way he cares for nothing except eating and drinking but when I got the second letter, it occurred to me to look in his pocket, and whoso seeks, finds. Hannah Crone, I felt, reading your bitter words, as if I were being struck on the head with an axe. I was stunned with grief. But I soon composed myself and thought, for instance, if my scatterbrain of a husband ran away to America, well, I should just let him run and pay the piper into the bargain. Now think my whole parnosia as you know is tar footnote this was an important article of trade required for the peasants carts etc end of footnote and i don't require his assistance indeed i can't stand his coming into the shop with the airs he gives himself if the customer is a woman he won't answer her the chosid won't take the money from her hand and if it's a man likely as not he asks too little if he takes the money, they palm off false coins on him, and if he is so kind once in a while as to take up a piece of chalk and make out a bill for me, it is a bill. May they add up my sins in the other world as he adds up my wares. And as to your husband not having left you a divorce, I am not so very surprised. My husband has no such easy time of it, and yet he doesn't divorce me, and why should he? Does he want for anything? he has a nice lodging and when he comes home supper is ready and the bed made at the proper time and every sabbath he gets a clean white shirt many's the time i've begged and prayed of him to go to all devils not he do you think he'd budge an inch and when i scold him and throw things at his head he gets into a corner makes a pitiful face brings crocodile tears into his eyes and i am so foolish as to relent i give him food and drink and off he goes and as to what you say about your lawsuit you know sister hannah i have quite a celebrated lawyer because for my sins i have a never-ending case against cooks the huzzies i assure you hannah lee servants such as we have in lublin are not to be found anywhere how shall i describe them always swilling and stuffing and they steal anything they can lay hands on and run away before the quarter is out and then they lodge a complaint against me because i haven't paid them a quarter's wages and in court nowadays they don't make a particle of difference between a servant girl and a mistress and i have to stand with her side by side i mayn't open my mouth to say a word otherwise the judge rings a bell and imposes a fine of up to three roubles so i never go into court alone but have engaged an excellent lawyer whose mouth drops sulphur and pitch and he sees me through he once told me himself that the judge had frequently wished to imprison me on some ridiculous pretext such as tearing a girl's hair or giving her a slap 
but he cannot do it because my advocate has all the law books in his head knows all the laws every single one chooses out the best for me and flings them in the judge's face so that he sits there like a dummy and willy-nilly has to write acquitted no sooner had i read your letter and found the first one in my husband's pocket than i hastened to my lawyer and he received me most politely and asked me to be seated on the plush sofa i told him your whole story from alf to ta down to every detail and he listened attentively to it all although the anteroom was crowded with people waiting he listened and walked up and down the room then he sighed and said that according to the laws a daughter had equal rights with the son and should inherit a share so far good but there is the following hitch a wife cannot summons any one without her husband's knowledge because she is under his jurisdiction and must be given power of attorney by him and when i told him that you unhappily were a grass widow that your husband had deserted you and that in my opinion you were free to do as you please he planted himself in front of me and shook his head that meant by no means and he went to a bookcase took out one book after the other looked in put it down looked in and put it down and so on with any number of books little and big and bigger one heaven forgive me was as fat as a pig and in this one he apparently found what he was in search of for he stood over it a long time and then he told me that if after five years from the date of your desertion you bring him a paper from the justice of your town to certify that your husband has not once shown himself in those five years he the lawyer will put in a plea for you in court and the court will give you permission to summons your brother this is what he said i give it you word for word i offered him a rouble and he made a wry face evidently not enough but he took it send me the rouble hannelie crone as soon as you can for trade is slack and tar is a drug in the market to return to the matter at hand it is what i always said and i say it again the holy torah and their law ledeville of course also has handed us over the mercy of bandits a man a dummy a bolster can divorce his wife when he likes either in person or by proxy and a worthy woman like myself for instance cannot get rid of an idler like mine for love or money if we go together to a family gathering he is stuffed with fish and meat and all good things and i get a cup of chicory and milk when he sits in the booth at tabernacles one has to send him the best of everything and i live on bones i share the three weeks nine days and all the fasts but the rejoicing of the law is his he goes to a rebbe and they give him honey with apples and what will paradise when it comes to that mean for me i shall be the idiot's footstool he will sit in a grandfather's chair and i shall be his footstool in this world he is a feeble creature and is afraid of me but how will it be in the other world don't ask me i tell you plainly if he gives me the least shove with his foot the almighty alone knows what will happen to return what would you get by a divorce believe me all dogs have the same face not one of them is worth a dryer you know my sister miriam suffered through her husband ten years before she could obtain a divorce and then she had to leave him her money and her clothes in a word all she had nice thing wasn't it 
She married again and was out of the frying pan into the fire, another idler to feed. She wanted a second divorce. He was satisfied, but she couldn't afford to pay for it. In short, dear Hannah, our mother Eve sinned, and we suffer for it. And we always shall suffer, for there is no escape from a husband even in the grave. We have been sold to be servants and slaves in the other world, too. So it was aforetime, so it is now, and so it will be in the future world. One has to suffer. For what is to be done if the Almighty wills it so? Therefore, dear Hannah, have faith in God, blessed is he. Keep well and forget your husband, who has probably forgotten you. That is always the way when they go to America. At first they write honeyed letters and send money, then less and less. Then they write and send money once a year, and then once in seven years. They don't need their wives out there. They have other women, better, livelier. May I be forgiven for saying so, but in Lublin, in the Jewish quarter, there isn't a house without a grass widow. Wash your hands of him, I tell you, and forget. Imagine yourself a real widow or a divorced woman. Turn your attentions to the onions. May his blessed name send you success in business and preserve you whichever way you turn. Such is the wish of your relative. The signature is undecipherable. I beg of you to send me the rouble as soon as possible, because my husband, gorger and tippler that he is, is angry with me for having given it the same undecipherable signature. End of section 53